I said I always remember the wood grain beneath my feet in a busy street. I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I needed, and it took me by surprise. But sometimes I think I'm Riding with Shot Callers. I hope everybody is having a great holiday season. I hope everybody is doing well. I am your host, Ben Brown. Um, my co-host is out today, but I've got Sure and Steady, the man with the plan, the icon, the legend, the OG, the originator, the one, producer Tim, sitting in for Joshua Odellis Forellis Hayes. Producer Tim, how are you, sir? That was... um. I'm really glad I put you in charge of this show because you give great introductions. <laughs> yeah. So you make me sound like I'm a lot cooler than I really am. It's a lot of years of wrestling watching, you know yeah, what I mean? You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, that definitely is uh, playing a part. But it's great, man. Um, you know, I finally, from the college basketball grind, I've had a couple, I've had a, like a lot of freedom this week. Yeah. So I forgot to recharge my batteries. I didn't leave my couch and stuff for to go to work. And uh, <laughs> Marathon to Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. I t- that Disney Plus is great. Man. Disney Plus is the shout out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So when my I have Verizon, so I got a free for a year. Me too. Um, so when my year runs out, I will most definitely do that Hulu, um, bundle with like Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney. It's a must. Twelve bucks a month for it's all a, three of those. It's a like, must. I'm uh, yeah, cause I'm at the point now where I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut the cord. You I think I'm cord, cord cutting. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really only had the cord for live sports and wrestling, and I barely watch wrestling anymore. Right. Like just because there's too much. It's, it's now it's an overload. Yeah, we went from a small little sample of watching shows here and there, and then you can get it technically every night. Yeah. With uh, AEW, um, Ring of Honor, uh, WWE. I do need to watch NXT. NWA Power. Everyone says NWA Power is super fun. Yeah. On YouTube, I, I've heard that too. So yeah. But yeah, I definitely understand. I understand you're uh, cutting the cord though, because yeah, um, I get close to that a lot. Yeah, man. And so you know, especially now with League Pass and ESPN Plus, like it's just so easy to watch all the stuff I need to watch. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, save myself fifty, sixty bucks a month. Why not? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to. Um, so yeah, like we said, my my homie, my ace, Joshua Dallas Frey. Joshua Odellis. Oh, I thought Ferellis. that was his new name. Yeah, I put that in there. Yeah. Hayes is out today. Um, so we're still going to knock down some topics here in the NBA. Uh, first, some housekeeping uh, things we got going on. At-large bid, um, like Tim has said, he's had uh, all kinds of games that they've covered uh, from NKU, UC, Xavier. Um, if you guys, guys haven't had a chance, check out his one-minute-ish clips that he puts together. I mean, he does great recaps of – Every game that he covers, um, the UC debacle last night, ooh, rough, rough, rough. Never in a million years did I think I'd ever see something <laughs> like that, man. Also, yeah, uh, I read an article last night that's up on the website today on 48MinutesNetwork.com about uh, the confusing season of Jaron Cumberland yes. and just kind of like breaking out some, I guess, low lights, we should say, in this circumstance of just how weird of a year he's had between injuries and coach issues and losing his mind and... Yeah, I mean it's like I said, I I I follow some college basketball. Uh, Jaron Cumberland is a name you definitely hear, 
especially you know where we live in our area. Yeah, he's um, he's from Wilmington High he's School. From, yeah, I mean, so it's a name that we've always followed, and for some odd reason, uh, they've had a change of coaches. Um, there have been some a lot of just like negative feel vibes there, and can't understand understand why, but. Um, He's just doing some really odd stuff, which is, I don't know, kind of weird. Yeah, so there's that. Um, but, yeah, so Christmas week, we're going to do some of our like special episodes so we can kind of enjoy the time with our families. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have another list. Oh, yeah. Um, we're doing the Pacers. Lakers. Lakers. Did we already do the Pacers? We did the Pacers. Did we put it up? Yes. Did we? Did we? No, we didn't put it up. No, we haven't. So, hey, spoiler alert. We have recorded the all-time Pacers episode. <laughs> um, that'll go up one of those two weeks, and then the Lakers will be another one. Yeah. We should have Josh back for that. Um, Lakers will be fun. Yeah, Hoop Cinema. We're going to have Celtic Pride. Have you guys ever seen Celtic Pride? I don't think they have. But probably not. Probably not. <laughs> They're like, what is this movie you guys are talking about? And then uh, we'll have another big board on that large bid. There's a ton of changes I've got made to my list, so... I'm excited. Yeah, let's get some. Let's uh, let's talk some hoops today, man. Absolutely, producer Tim. What's topic number one? Topic number one, Ben, is Kyle Kuzma. Okay. So the Lakers are obviously very good at basketball. Mm-hmm. They're twenty-three and three. Mm-hmm. All the pieces are fitting. Absolutely. Except for one. Unfortunately. Now here's the interesting thing about Kyle Kuzma. He is their trade target. Like he is their piece. Mm-hmm. You know, the Pelicans deal almost didn't happen because the Lakers said, no, we want Keith Kuzma. Yeah. And now it's like he doesn't really seem like he fits with those two. Everyone was like, yeah, he'll be the third guy. And I'm like, Kyle Kuzma will be the third guy over Danny Green? Yeah. I don't know about that. So there's a lot of talk going around the media that the move right now for the Lakers is it's time to trade Kyle Kuzma. And I honestly... Agree with that. So, how, what, where, and is it possible? Um, I mean, the contract's great. It's like 1.8 mil. Yeah, I mean, his contract is very trade-friendly. Um, I don't think that... I don't think that there's anywhere that you could trade him to um, where you're not going to get a decent return because he is became one of the better players in the league um it just depends on what the lakers needs are right now it seems like to be nothing <laughs> i mean they've pretty much dominated everybody they played um and yeah they we'll, lose a lot in rebounds that's weird yeah well, yeah you know and then you know we talked about the heat game the other night which was a phenomenal game great game they went very big in that game mm-hmm. to start taking over the rebounds because at one point they had 80 dwight LeBron, um, Danny Green, and then um, Rondo. So, I mean, they had, they went, you know, 6'11, 6'11, 6'9, and Danny Green's like 6'6. And Rondo's 6'4. And Rondo's 6'4. So, um, they went very big, and you could see them. I mean, they started dominating. They got a huge offense rebounding at the end of that game um, because they were so big um, in the paint. So, um, I don't, I don't know where, for me, Kuzma is such an anomaly, um, because he could be a guy that comes in and dominates a game, and then there's some games where he just disappears. Yeah. Um, so uh, for the Lakers, I think the Lakers are in a great spot 
um, to be able to have Kyle Kuzma to trade. Um, and I know that we had talked about that before where those guys didn't want to trade him as far as part of the Anthony Davis deal. Um, but now I think they're seeing where he may not have a fit there. Um, so now you have a, a trade piece there where you can get a guy that will fit um, some of the things that you're looking to do. The only problem is, like we said before, what are some of the Lakers' needs? I mean, I, I think that, you know, they have JaVale McGee, they have Dwight Howard, they have Anthony Davis, who are all three real, you know, decent big men. I mean, uh, you have LeBron James, you have Danny Green, you have a point guard in Rondo, um, you have KCP, who's playing really well. Um, so it's, do you hold on to Kuzma and see if there's something that, that if there's a second team role he can play, or do you make a move and try to fill a spot or a void that you have? But I don't see any really flaws in their roster where he would, where you could, you know. I think this comes down to, um, you got to get someone that you can give. You know, Windhorse made this point the other day on Bill Simmons' pod, and it's like it's stuck with me for three days now. Is mm-hmm. You got to get someone in a playoff game that can guard Kawhi Leonard for 15 minutes. Take 15 minutes for LeBron to kind of just like stick with Paul George. Right. Have Anthony Davis just cover the paint. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm not saying you trade Kuzma for like Andre Iguodala by any means. I would, as much as I think Iguodala would be a good fit for the Lakers. Right. I don't know if he's really going to be, he's not worth losing a player of that stature. Right. But I think, you know, you've got to look at, I think another scorer obviously would be great for this team. Um, someone that you can put where um, the name that keeps coming up is uh, Bojan Bogdanovic of the Jazz. Yeah. If the Lakers got him, that's just not fair. Like that's just, oh yeah, you that's could, over. Yeah, that's you a can shut it down. Cause, yeah. Because not only can he score, he's a pretty good defender. I mean, yeah, I mean guy, he guarded LeBron right, yeah, in a guy, seven game series. Yeah, that guy can defend his tail off. So. Yeah, so it's like. I don't necessarily know the move, but I think there are moves out there. Yeah. Um, I joked with you about potentially Kyle Kuzma for Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was laughing about it, and the more I looked at it, and the more I thought about it, I was like, LeBron driving dish to Laurie Markkinen in the corner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some definite uh, positives to that. Because the Bulls got to do some different stuff because they're obviously not working out the way they thought they would. And but Zach Levine, he's such a uh, – I mean – Send him to Sacramento. <laughs> they they signed that offer sheet. They obviously yeah, wanted him. And they did want him. I don't. Yeah. You know, Fox, Heald, Levine, just do it. Let it. Yeah. Barnes. Three young, three young guys going. Marvin Bagley back soon. Yep. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. I yeah. I don't understand. Send him to Atlanta because Atlanta's a total mess. Yeah. Since since John Collins got suspended, they've been that, they've been terrible. Yeah. Which it's so crazy to think about because John Collins and all that was kind of the afterthought until. Last year when <laughs> yeah. he just started dominating, yeah, and I always this really year liked him. His, I did, yeah, I mean he was always, I mean I, he was always a player I liked, but he, he it was always Trey Young, Trey Young, right. Trey Young. But you know, then he gets suspended, and now they can't get anything figured out down there. Yeah, they're a mess. Um, but I don't know, man. I think there's three. You know, there's there's going to be something that comes up where Kuzma makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily like Minnesota or if it's like Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but. I just don't see where he fits for this team. I'm not saying he's really hurting them by any means, but right. if they can get a piece or two that can really help them out, I think I would do it. I right. think, uh, 
You know, I keep talking about Jordan Nawara from Louisville. Um, I've said if somehow, some way or another in this draft, if Jordan Nawara drops to the Lakers, mm-hmm. perfect fit. Yeah. Perfect fit, late first round guy, and he can play in the NBA right away. Yeah. And, like, I know LeBron doesn't really love rookies. Right, right, right. But that's a kid that he can be that could be useful for them. So yeah. And LeBron, I mean, as much as he hasn't shown his age, he is he's gotta look for somebody yeah. there that, you know, can kind of take and I think he kinda of felt that we way. We found about, the formula. Yeah, and I yeah. think he kinda of felt that way about Kuzma, but there must have been something where he's like, Man, it's just it's not That's the other thing is I don't think he wants to trade Kuzma. I think like right. he loves Kuzma. Right. I don't I mean like you know, people always are like, Well, LeBron got this guy traded and this guy traded and this guy traded like there's a difference in he got them traded and the organization asked them, should we do this? Do you think this move helps the team? Right. I know a lot of people talked about that with the Cavs trade when they traded Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. He was like, they went to him and told him the day before, yeah. which you can see. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, um, I don't know if certainly like he really likes Kuzma and yeah. you see it. I mean, all the time and you're starting to see too, like, that team gels so uniquely that I don't think I've seen a LeBron team gel that way, including those Miami teams. Yeah. Where, you know, he talked about the other night after the game was over in his post-game interview. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my guys got on me. Yeah. They told me to quit thinking and just do what I do. Yeah. And Anthony Davis was even like, yeah, I got on him. Yeah. I told him, hey, like, you're, you got to make an impact on the game. I don't care if you're one of 20 from the floor. Yeah. So they hold him accountable and i think that's something he really hasn't i mean wade held him accountable i'm yeah. not saying he didn't I, I would say that's probably been the only time wade and spolsha have kind of kind of held him accountable yeah but um i i really think that anthony davis i think lebron being as mature as he is being able to step back and let anthony davis take that leadership yeah. role has been it's huge huge for them so it's kind of like the Dwayne wade when Dwayne wade knew that he was getting lebron and bosh he was like dude this is I, your team this is your team i've got to step back let you do what you do. And I think that's kind of where LeBron is now. And he's like, this is Anthony Davis's team. Mm-hmm. He's he's the guy. I I do what I do. He does what he does. And 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 LeBron is smart enough to know, okay, when I need to turn it on, if AD's off, okay, now I need to go for 33, 10, and 11 or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like this team was going to be really good. I just thought it would take them a little bit to jail. Kind of mm-hmm. like his, you know, when he, his first Miami team, they were like 9 and 8. Yeah, absolutely. He went back to Cleveland. They struggled for a little bit. Um, but I think at one point, like, it was like February, and they were out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. But this team is like – it gelled so quickly, and it doesn't really look like it's like going to fall apart anytime soon. Because no. people are like, well, they were beating teams that weren't very good. And it's like, okay, since then, they beat Utah. They beat, U- they beat yeah. Denver. Yeah. They beat Miami. Yeah. You know, they're beating good they beat teams. Miami team on their floor that's un- that was undefeated at home. They're getting everyone's best shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Orlando isn't as good as those teams we just mentioned, but Orlando gave them the fits, mm-hmm. and they still found a way to win. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot to say for that. And I know the point of this conversation was Kuzma. Yeah, but it, it all fits in the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, does Kuzma fit what they're doing now? And if he doesn't, then, I mean, he, they've got to find something. You can't just have him sitting on the bench. I mean, you've got to get some kind of value for him. Yeah, because I think I keep coming back to the Bogdanovich one because it's like, and this isn't because they're both foreign players. It feels like they're Tony Kukoc. Mm-hmm. If they get him, it's that's their Tony Kukoc. Yeah, like, absolutely. So... I don't know, but we'll see, man. Um, I know we're going to get late, later in the show, too. The trade exception period is yeah. now here. Um, so let's, uh, before that, do you want me to introduce topic two? Producer Tim, introduce topic <laughs> two. James Harden, still. <laughs> ben, what is going on? Because it's unfair and it's unreal. 
James Harden had two games this year, this week, where he scored 50 points efficiently at that. Mm-hmm. wasn't just 37 free throw attempts that I used to criticize him for. Uh, last night, he only scored 39, and they lost. Yeah. So. Just keep putting up 50. Here's I mean, the thing, man. Here's what's so weird about it. Is he's putting these numbers up. He's been really good. I don't know if I have him in my top four for MVP right now. I, You know what? I was thinking about that. Um, because if you're looking at it, um, your MVP race, and we put a put a poll out. I mean, I. To me, I had Luca as one. Giannis. Giannis. AD. AD. You can make a case for LeBron. LeBron. Um, he would be. I mean, Jimmy he would, Butler. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of guys that are playing so well. Um, it's almost like he got lost, mm-hmm. which is odd, which is odd to say for James Harden, who was an MVP candidate. Um, you know, he's won an MVP and he was the second in the running last year. Um, but for him to go out and put up back to back fifties. Yeah. Um, and like we said, they were efficient. They were efficient fifties. I mean, the guy, if we go back here to the 50 point games, pull them up here. The 50 point games. That tells you anything. Multiple. So the, the first one, which was against Orlando, he shot 61% from the field. And 66% from three. And that was with 15 <laughs> three attempts. He was 10 of 15. <laughs> 10 of 15 from three versus Orlando. And shot 19 for 31 from the field. Only six free throws. Yeah. And was six to six. Also had seven assists. The second one came against Cleveland. Where he played 41 minutes, was 58% from the field, and 55% from three. Shooting 10 of 18 three-pointers. He made 10 three-pointers in back-to-back nights. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he was also, in that game, he only shot five three-throws. He was five of five. (laughs) So, with eight assists, 55 points. I mean... I know that we all used to get on him about just taking an enormous amount of shots and not making them right. to get to his numbers. And then he would be 21 of 23 from free throws because he'd get to the line. Old. But this is a different This is a different James Harden. This James Harden is, is shooting the ball efficiently uh, and making a high percentage of his shots, which is crazy. Yeah. And, you know, there's obviously still never a dull moment with the Houston Rockets, as right. we saw by that Spurs game with the dunk at the end. And yeah. <laughs> wanted to replay the game, and there's such a – God, they bitch so much. Yeah, not a dull moment. So, but – Not a dull moment. You know, it's nice to see that he's playing so well consistently mm-hmm. because I don't know if that team necessarily has enough to play with the, the top two teams in the West. No. And, no. you know, that's no dig at him in Westbrook. But, you know, that drop-off after those two for the rest of their roster isn't exactly, like, yeah. something to write home about. Yeah. Uh, their their roster, um, I mean, of course, you, your top three are Westbrook, Harden, Capella. Um, uh, they don't scare me. You no. know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Like, if you're looking, if you're, if you're a Lakers, a Clippers, Bucks. a Bucks, 
even a Celtics. I think those are the three best. I think yeah. th- those are the three teams I think that can actually win the title. Yeah. Those three are the only ones to me right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm amazed how bad the Sixers have been. Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't think Embiid's been very No, he's consistent. been bad. Yeah, he hasn't been consistent for them. And Shaq and Barkley, like, talked called about that. Out. Yeah, they called him out on it. And hey. then the thing is, like, you know, the way they put it was, like, really, like, look, we're not criticizing you. Yeah. We've been there before. We're trying to teach you. And right. it's like, yeah, Shaq's gotten amazing on TNT. He he's is. gotten so good Shaq from just good. being the goofy, joking guy. Mm-hmm. To like, he's he is he has developed a characteristic and a character on TNT that has just been really good. Um, he is he's taken his point of view, and I think the best thing about it is that he used to try to gauge guys. By what he was able to do, right, and he stopped doing that and just gauged guys on their abilities, which is which is huge because even as even as a former player, like I I'll go back and it's completely different scale, but I'll go back and used to go back and watch high school basketball games or football games or whatever and be like, oh well, I could like why couldn't you do that? I could like you can't watch it with those with those, right. the kids are, those their player those players are different. They they have a different style. They have a different attitude. Um, but the thing he said to Joel and B that was really cool was like, it's not a criticism. I'm a he goes. I'm a fan of all big men, and I know what you can do. And your talent isn't showing like it should consistently every night. He goes. You could. He goes. I'm not saying you should get 38 and 15 every night, but I mean you should be a 28 and 12, 30. Well, yeah. And, he goes, His point because, was like, look, you're playing against Nikola Jokic. Like, this is a guy a lot of people think is the best center in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something. Do something. It's like ever since that fight between him and Cat, like Cat is soared. Yeah. Cat has been great. Cat yeah. has been my favorite center in the NBA yeah. this year. Absolutely. And then Beat will have these moments where it's like, yeah, he just had 36 and 15. And then he'll be like, he went over 12. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So the point was. Right. Back on. Yeah. Back on. <laughs> there's, you know, the Bucks are probably the only team in the East. I think that can really win the title as good as the Celtics are playing. I don't buy them as a championship contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if, I mean, what they're doing is great. You can tell they enjoy playing together. Uh, Kemba Walker has been awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, a healthy Gordon Hayward when he's on the court has been huge for them. Absolutely. Um, but I don't think they have enough size. Yeah. Like I, I've said this a hundred times yeah. and I'm not backing down from it. You can't win a championship. Venus Cantor is your center. Yep, you, you just can't. Yeah. So when he goes against, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, even in the Eastern Conference even, alone, yeah. like, is he going to stop Embiid and Horford? No, not, not in a not in a series consistently. No, is he going to stop like Giannis and the Lopez twins? Right. Yeah. Not not consistently in a series. Um. And even even when you get like second tier Eastern Conference, like he's not going to stop a Sabonis or a Miles Turner consistently. No, he's he'll score. But... Yeah, he'll score, but he's not going to stop those guys. Um, so yeah, I just don't think they have enough size. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, um, I think they really miss Aaron Baines. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Like Grant Williams has been good for them. I like Grant Williams a lot. I loved him at Tennessee, mm-hmm. but. I just don't think that when it comes down to it, they have enough. And yeah. now that's not to say they can't go make a move because right. they got they got gambling Danny out there mm-hmm. running the show. But yeah, obviously I don't want them to make a move. Don't do anything. I was gonna say you want them to stand pat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I think the Rockets are in the same boat. Um, their roster just isn't deep enough to deal with, and they're strapped too. Yeah, and they're yeah they can't do nothing. Um, so I think that. 
if for them to have a shot, I think Westbrook has to play better. Mm-hmm. Um, Harden's going to be Harden. I mean, you don't worry about him. Um, and they're going to they can't make a move because they don't have any money to make a move. So it's like, right. I don't like their roster. Um, and I don't think that they can be consistent enough to beat any of the good Western Conference teams consistently. Yeah, on a I day agree. in day out basis. So but shout out to James Harden though. I mean, his efficient fifties have been phenomenal. Um it's been great to see him kind of just take it to another level. I mean, some of the his shot his outside of Kevin Durant, his shot making ability is just insane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's insane. I mean, the step backs, the drives, the between the legs, the things he's able to do, um, he he is truly one of a kind in that sense. Um, we haven't seen anybody like him, I think, be able to do what he does on a consistent night in night out basis. Yeah, um, I agree. So, uh, shout out to him um, and what he's done this year. So, producer Tim, topic number three. Ben, it is December fifteenth. Yes, it is. If you don't know what that means in the NBA, that means. Trade season is upon us. Yes, it is. Now we have two months till the trade deadline, um, but now is the time that anyone who signed contracts in the off season can be moved. Mm-hmm. So that includes your D'Angelo Russells. Absolutely. That includes your Chris Pauls. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Chris Paul could technically have been traded beforehand, but uh, it didn't happen, and I don't know. But <laughs> there's like a lot of interesting names that are out there. So um, obviously, like. Some guys, when you look at these lists, aren't going anywhere. Kyrie right, Irving's right. not getting yeah, traded. Kevin Walker's not getting yeah. traded. You yeah. know, but like, um, but like you mentioned before, like a DeAndre Jordan. Like I know that I know that would make Durant and Irving upset, but he he could help a team somewhere. Yeah, and, and also could, you have Jared Allen, and you have Jared Allen, who's been phenomenal. So. Yeah. So my thing now, I'm just is like I don't. I think there's got there's some moves out there that could be made. And obviously, you know, the biggest one is D'Angelo Russell. Where could he possibly go? Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors really probably need to look at that as a possibility because their season is done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 5-27, and 27, yeah. I think. Not really. 5-22, um, 5-23. and 22, I mean, yeah. They're, yeah they're, they lost to the Knicks, if that tells you anything you need man. to know. I mean, as, as a – if you're a Warriors fan, which – if you're a Warriors fan, yeah, suck it. You know what I mean? Like, you've had enough championships and runs and yeah, it's a year Steph off. Curry threes and Clay Thompson 60-point games. On, like, tw- suck on it, like okay? four dribbles. We, yeah, we, we, understand, we understand that you're upset because you have a bad year. Okay. You've had enough good times to, right. re- to realize these bad times ain't that bad. So, um, you're talking to a, a guy who is, you know, a Pacers fan and a Bulls fan. We don't want to hear you crying. Yeah. Um, so what if but, I had a great <laughs> decade once? Yeah, you had a great life. decade once, you know. But um, I think D'Angelo Russell is probably the the biggest name on there to me. That, oh, for sure. That could could be moved. Um, so if you're Golden State, just as a question, do you do you move him for players or draft picks? I would definitely look at draft picks. Like you, I know that that large big guys have talked about their big board, um, and also this is being a stacked draft class, guard wise for guard sure. Wise. Oh my god! Um, 
So if if you're the Golden State Warriors, say you're their front office. I mean, technically you are their front office. I know you've given them some advice on some players. <laughs> um, you are in the front office of Golden State. So if you are the man, uh, you got D'Angelo Russell. They obviously didn't listen to the shows for three years. <laughs> you have D'Angelo Russell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can move him. Your team isn't going to be very good. You've Curry's probably going to be out for the year. Clay's out for the year. If they were smart, they probably would sit Draymond. Um, even though Draymond, it doesn't feel like to me like he's that kind of guy that he would sit out a year. But yeah, I know he's, he's got to be one of those. Missed a good amount this year. Yeah, but he's got to be one of those guys like a Kawhi. He's got to be one of those, right? You know what I mean? Where you just sit him out here and there so you don't kill him. Um, but if you're the GM, are you? Yeah, draft picks or players? I think I lean draft picks. Okay. Um, remember technically. Technically, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to happen. Right. The Brooklyn Nets have that pick if it falls underneath 20. Correct. Which it's not going to fall underneath going. 20. No, it's not. Um, but I think I would look at potentially different options there. Uh, I would want to get picks. You know, I would talk to teams where D'Angelo Russell can help a team. Like one of those teams that's like teetering right now. So Phoenix, you know, yeah. they're teetering. And Rubio has been good for them. Yeah, but D'Angelo but, Russell would be better. But like though. D'Angelo Russell and Devin Booker are already really tight. Uh-huh. Um, Minnesota, obviously, because Minnesota thought they had him last year. Mm-hmm. You know, you put him, Wiggins, and Towns together. You know, that's can you make good. that work? That's not bad at all. Though they've been pretty bad now for about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and they need... That would that would help them immensely as far as the yeah. guard position, uh, and then you have a wing with Wiggins who's been playing pretty well, and then of course you've got the best big man in the game to me, Carly Towns. Uh, not withstanding Anthony Davis, I think right? I know what you mean. Yeah, but. Um, you know, is Miami an option to put with Jimmy Butler? Would Jimmy Butler murder him? Because right, I mean, is and, and then you're looking at is is Daniel <laughs> Russell tough enough? Yeah, to but I think Jimmy Butler likes his guys. I don't think he wants to touch his. Yeah, guys. I think he really. I think I he mean, loves Hero. I think he loves Bam. I think he loves Nunn. because those guys are gritty guys like he is. So yeah, I think he doesn't want to touch his. Yeah, group. you're right, man. Um, you know, so I think that's a different different one. Like, you know, if you're Philadelphia, do you look at DeAndre Russell as a possibility if you mm-hmm. can really? Make the money work, yeah. um, and also, like you know, what does that do for Ben Simmons? Those guys played together in high school, Montverde. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you know, so there are yeah. options for D'Angelo Russell. People will want him. He's an all-star. You know, he's a skilled player. He can go off for thirty any night. Um, so I think he's obviously, like you said, I agree with you, Ben. I think he's the biggest name. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about Robert Covington. Yeah, um, a lot of people want him. If I'm Minnesota, I do whatever I can to keep him. If I have to give him up, I will. Yeah, but you got You have to. He's. You have to try to keep him for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul, obviously. I think the Sixers should get Chris Paul. I think that would be a really good fit. For That's them. like they. They need that leadership. Yeah. They need that leadership. That's like the piece. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think with his leadership, um, and I know people doll Chris Paul about whatever. I don't really care. He's. Guy's a top ten point guard all time to yeah. me, in my opinion. No, he is, um, and a top ten leader. Um, I think that you put him with an Embiid, um, you put him with you know Tobias Harris, um, Horford, Horford Simmons, Simmons, um, Josh Richardson. Uh, yeah, I mean you, you, Matisse. Yeah, I mean you've got that's a that's a good core, and then you add a leader like Chris Paul, um, who not only can distribute the basketball. But he's very basketball intelligent where, you know, 
some things you may not see, he's going to see and put you in the positions to be able to win basketball games. Yeah, for so, sure, man. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the Sixers should try to get Paul. Yeah, that's like the last piece for them. You know, mm-hmm. that's like the yeah. – yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. Um, What's some other names? You know, I'm curious about DeMar DeRozan because the Spurs have had such a down year. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, he's a free agent. Do mm-hmm. they try to move him? Kind of call it what it is and move on. Yeah, I. Yeah, I I think that um. I think that if they if they were to move him, um. The Spurs are a good enough organization, where they're gonna get where they need to get. Oh yeah, regardless, without a doubt. You know what I mean? So, um, I I if I'm them, you know I don't know how much Popovich has left. I mean he says he's gonna coach but but you know he's got some pretty yeah you know he's getting long long there so i mean and and like i said i, I love greg popovich not to, to mention me, he's coaching team usa and... right he's coaching team usa doing some other stuff but um i think moving DeRozan and and maybe doing some other things there may be in the cards for them um i don't know if they just completely revamp it and start it over but um, yeah i don't know and of course, the obvious is you know we've talked about for a while is Kevin Love, yeah, and Kevin Love has made it pretty much known, according to some people, mm-hmm. that he is very open to playing in Portland. Yeah, he wants to go back to Portland, and now that they have Carmelo, like that's like kind of fun. You have those four guys you can spread mm-hmm. the floor with. It's AAU at that point. It is. You know what I mean? Like it if you is. get Nurkic back at some mm-hmm. point, it's literally like just spread it out. Because I think the thing that Love really would benefit in Portland is he's such a good passer. Yeah. And, you know, you put him on that team with those guys, like, mm-hmm. he, you know, he backs in, he's in, like, McCollum gets open on a screen, he yep. hits him for a three, like, yeah. I think that's just such a such a good fit for them. It would be and, a great fit for them um, because he he does. I mean, he's, one, he, and he's also adds rebounding. I mean, that guy that yeah. does your rebounds every night, so, um what you lose defensively, I mean, he's not a great defender, but um, you'll gain, gain offensively with his passing ability, shooting ability. Um, he's a champion. I mm-hmm. mean, you get all those things. So. He's been in four finals. Like, he yeah. knows what it takes to get there. Absolutely. And this Portland team is certainly not going to get there. Right. Yeah, they're going to have to make a move. Yeah. Uh, and Cleveland, I mean, if you're Cleveland, like, what are you, what are you holding on to? You're him hurting him. Yeah, and you're, you're hurting your team more by having him there. Yep. Because, look, I like Garland and I like Sexton. Yep. But those dudes don't pass at all. Nope. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean, I, I do the good night, the bad nights. And <laughs> sex, Sexton, they'll be on there, 31 points, two assists. You're like, aren't you the point guard? All right, like, Kobe. Right. <laughs> like, 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 aren't you the point guard? Like, like aren't you supposed to distribute the ball? Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I th- but, yeah, they're definitely hurting Kevin Love. Uh, and, and truth be told, Kevin Love deserves – to be able to to be on a contender, agreed. Um, especially with his ability, um, and I think that Portland, like we said, is a great fit for him. So yeah, I, I agree, and I think Tristan Thompson too is uh, he's elevated yeah. his game so much this year mm-hmm. um, that maybe you know he dropped that Kardashian weight. Yeah, he did. And he then did drop the Kardashian weight. Sorry, it's, it, it's a crazy how the Kardashians just ruin men. Soul suckers, man. They are, man. They're soul suckers. I don't get it. How's Kanye West still okay? I don't know. Maybe he, he, just, he found Jesus though. So yeah. 
the, I, I think Jesus counteracts the Kardashian. Counteracts the Kardashian. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's able to survive a little bit. That's the greatest <laughs> quote of all time. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, they, they save you from the Kardashians. Especially in Christmas time for During, us to, you know, yeah. we're thinking this out. Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but this is interesting because, you know, the guys we just named, obviously, like, kind of make are the biggest names in the trade mm-hmm. option. There's going to be some smaller guys moved. Like, am I going to be shocked that the Bulls trade that young? No. no, no not no. at all. Uh, so there's gonna be there's probably a playoff team that mm-hmm. could use his veteran oh, his veteran gosh, leadership, yeah. especially because he has a three year contract. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be some small moves there. Where we'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the Kings have some small like some guys you can look at, like Dwayne Dedman could probably mm-hmm. help a team. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on what they're gonna try to try to do with Luke Walton. I don't know if Luke Walton's just I don't I don't think he's the guy. Yeah. I did love that clip of Buddy. When yeah. anybody hit that winner, Vlade. Oh, Vlade. He's like, I had to pay you. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Josh because you know he was he was he wasn't in on Buddy until you know we had to do a little convincing. But he was like, yeah, Buddy needs his money, and he got mm-hmm. it. So um, I laid those stats out. Yep, and and Buddy's earned his money for sure. Buddy has earned his money <laughs> for sure. Well, producer Tim, I uh, thank you for joining us on Shot Callers. This of course, week. man. Um. Make sure you guys are looking out for all the things we've got coming up. Um, I know we have 48 minutes crew dropping on. Are you guys dropping on Wednesday again this week? Yep. Um, and then At Large Bid is going to do another big board. It'll drop on Friday. Um, that will be next week. That'll be next um, week. So we'll have a sh- we'll have a regular show this week. Kind of talk show. about what's coming up because there's a lot of really good games coming there up this are. weekend. Uh, UK Ohio State's this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's got a really be fun huge. game. I'm telling you, that Ohio State team, they're basketball, good. man. I, they're good. I, you know, I'm a big Ohio State football fan. I, I follow basketball a little bit, but man, I watched them play North Carolina the, uh, two weeks ago. Yep. I was like, I'm in. They gave the business. I'm in. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. For sure. Yeah, they were. They're solid. awesome. So yeah. Um, so you guys got some big week, big games coming up this week. Yeah. So Wednesday, uh, we have we'll be. We'll have a 48-minute show up, and mm-hmm. then um, I'll be at Xavier. They're playing Western Carolina, and Taylor will be covering UC against Tennessee. Ooh, that'll be a good game. Uh, uh, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. Um, if Jaron Cumlin shows up and plays like Jaron Cumlin, it should be a decent game. Yeah. Um, if he shows up, uh, or if he doesn't show up, then it's going to be a blowout for Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> then it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so LR Biz Drop Friday, uh, discussing this week's games. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have a hoop cinema coming up next week. Yeah, next we'll week. so next God, next week is Christmas. Yes, oh my it gosh. Is. Yes, so it yeah, is. Christmas will be all the special episodes so we can relax and yep. you know, barring something crazy happens in NBA Christmas Day. Yeah. Like yeah. last year that was like, Yeah, we're gonna take the week off. Oh LeBron, LeBron got hurt. Right. God. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so just be on the lookout for some of the things we'll be doing throughout the holidays. Uh, we're going to try to post some videos, man. I would love to get some videos. We'll, well, I mean, of course won't be together, but we're going to try to put some videos on those Christmas, uh, Christmas games. Um, just getting some feedback and some hot. Cause I mean, we got some huge games on Christmas, which we yeah. love, love Christmas, Christmas day, basketball. day basketball is the best. Um, so we're going to post some things there. Uh, make sure you get on there. We, uh, Tim posted an article on our website. Um, get on our socials, 48 minutes, NTWRK. Um, go on there, five star reviews. We're always looking for them. We love them. Get on there and post. Um, talk about the show. 
Um, we'll have polls, good night, bad night. We'll have all kinds of things on there. So make sure you check us out. Uh, we love what we do, and we love that you guys listen. So you guys have a good rest of your week. See you. See you.